you have your Bibles. And when, when was the last time we declared war against the enemy? We stand there and be in a fight that we didn't start and take everything from the enemy. Well, when is the last time we turned the tables and said, this means war? You tried to take my children. You tried to take my spouse. You tried to take my health. You tried to take my family. This means war. It's war. You can't have it. You can't have my family. You can't have my increase. You can't have my joy. As a matter of fact, devil, you can't even have my sorrow. Because my sorrow, means it came to do something. It came to take me somewhere too. You can't have nothing I got, devil. This means war. And look what the song said. The, 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 song, the song said that I plead the blood. I'm not going to get into the technicalities of that, but it's the blood that will get you through. It's the blood that would allow you to walk through that fire. It's the blood that allow you to walk through that storm. It's the blood that will bring you out your mess. It's the blood that will break, have your breakthrough. It's the blood that we need to apply to everything. When we apply the blood to a situation, because guess what? The devil can't stand the blood. He, he couldn't stand the blood. I, I, listen, listen, this is a crazy thought I just thought. Think about when, when they was beating Jesus, when the soldiers was beating Jesus. Satan probably liked the beating, but he, he couldn't stand the blood coming out. Because he knew what that blood could do. Don't beat him that bad. Wait, don't rip him up like that. But I need you to beat him. See how crazy the devil is? Want you to want you to know about God, but don't want you to invite His Son into your heart. See, 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 that's craziness right there. But but this means war. And and I, and I said this earlier. I that was I believe that was just an all-out attack on the saints this week. I really do believe that because I wasn't the only one dealing with some stuff. Just seemed like everybody that I talked to was dealing with some stuff right there. Somebody somebody's going through, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. Really a good thing. Listen, we're gonna we gonna do this. We're gonna <laughs> you gonna do this, and we're gonna listen to what you say, and we're gonna praise you in the midst of it. I, I, I just want to give you a fundamental truth of something that I found in this scripture that we've all read it before, but it, it was a fundamental scripture, and it's all related to what we've been talking about this morning. That's 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 what's messing me up with the whole thing. So Book of Exodus, chapter 1. I'm going to read verse 8. Verse 8. That's all I'm going to read is verse 8. We're going to walk from there. Book of Exodus, chapter 1, verse 8. If you have it, let me know by saying amen. Amen. If you're looking for it, say, wait a minute, preacher. Amen. And it reads, now there arose a new king over Egypt. Who did not know Joseph. 
And there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, as we come to you this hour, Father, we come to say thank you. Thank you, Father, for the worship experience that we've had up until this point. But now, Father, here's a divine appointment in your day. And as we stand behind your holy desk, Father, we ask that you would just crush me and hide me behind this desk. That you would just speak to my heart, that I may speak to your people. Father, we ask for the anointing to teach. We ask for the anointing to preach. We ask for the anointing to hear. And we ask for an application anointing, Father, so that we may take your word and apply it to our everyday life. Father, we know that the flower will fade and the grass will wither, but it is your word that will always stand. So, Father, we stand right now on your word. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. I was tempted to change the subject of this message to this means war. <laughs> but I'll, I'll stick with the topic. Is this my Pharaoh? Is this my Pharaoh? My brothers and my sisters, we all are going through something or all have went through something and we're dealing with something and most of it is spiritual warfare because you're battling in your body to do what God wants you to do. And let me tell you right now that if you're going to try to fight this fight in your flesh, you will lose every time. But if you begin to walk this thing out and walk in the spirit and allow yourself to fight this battle in the spirit and plead the blood over your situation, then guess what? You've already claimed the victory. But most of the time we lose battles because we try to fight it within ourselves. We try to reason it out in our mind we try to make it right in our mind that what i'm doing is okay and what i'm doing is all right because i know such and such and i'm related to such and such and i pay this amount of money in church and i'm on this ministry and i sing on this choir but i come to tell somebody today that if you are relying on these old earthly things to get you to a heavenly place you will never reach the goal that you're trying to reach and you may have a pharaoh that's standing right there in front of your face you may have something that's trying to hold you down and Pharaoh is not necessarily a person. It could be a situation. It could be an issue. It could be your own mind. It could be jealousy. It could be envy. It could be whatever it is that you hold precious in your life that's keeping you from reaching that place in God. Is that your Pharaoh? You can look to your left and look to your right. That person to your left could be your Pharaoh. That person to your right could be your Pharaoh. And I don't mean that they got you in bondage. They have you locked down just by their mere presence because some of us won't praise God depending on who we sit beside. Somebody won't give God a hallelujah depending on who's else in the church. Somebody won't praise God because somebody know what they did last night. Well, if you're that person, you have a Pharaoh, and your Pharaoh is that, that instance where you did something that you know God was not pleased with. So these situations, they come. But look, 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 just, just even, even in Samuel, the, the Bible talks that an evil spirit of the Lord came upon Saul. Now, you got to catch this because this did not mean that God is evil. 
admit that God allowed an evil spirit to come upon Saul. And all it was to do was to bring praise about because Saul needed David to play on the harp in order to remove the evil spirit. Don't you know that praise will get you out of some places that you never thought you could get out of? Praise can break your debt. Praise can break your depression. Praise can break your envy. Praise can break some generational curses if you just go ahead and praise God and give him the glory for everything that's going on in your life and then when you know that God sent that thing don't get bitter just get better it wasn't meant to make you bitter you ever y'all know what bitter people look like they got that sour look on their face frown turn face turn sideways that 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 bitter person Look, they, they, got a, they got a sour disposition. You don't even want to be, be around them. You know, we used to call them back in the day, we used to call them sour pussies. And every time they come around us, we, we'll, we'll, we'll do one or two things. We'll be like, you know what, I don't want to be around you. Or, or the other thing we'll do, we'll join in with them and become a sour puss ourselves. And now you got a bunch of sour pussies walking around in their own little clique. Now, I'm talking about somebody, something that you already know yourself because you know some people that's some sour pussies and you don't even want to be around them yourself and every time they come you try your best to get out the way but some of them you sleep with and some of them you related to and so you can't get rid of them because they're right there on you all the time but I come to tell you if you recognize them as being your pharaoh you can speak to them and declare war on that sour puss and get them out of your life power's in your mouth power's in your mouth so look let them let those situations come to do what they came to do. See, a lot of times we want to say, Lord, Lord, take this away from me. But God's saying, no, you won't get better unless you go through it. The Lord's saying, you won't get stronger unless you endure this. The Lord said, you won't know more about me unless you go through something like this. So don't ask me to take you out of it. Ask me to invite me to walk with you through it because I want to be with you every step of the way. And as a matter of fact, if you, if you faint and can't walk, I'll pick you up and carry you. But I want you to get through this because it's only going to make you better. So, so look, so look, I'm trying to decide where I want to go with this thing. I'm betwixt. <laughs> so, so, so here, 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 here we are. When we encounter people who are going in opposite directions of us, but they want to deposit stuff in us, you got to be ready to rebuke that if it ain't a God. Come here, Jordan. Come here, Jordan. Come here. I, I just want you to walk right by me. Just walk right by me. Walk by me. Now, that's the natural inclination of people. That ain't your pen. Why you pick it up? Because it fell at your feet. And that's what people want to do when they walk by you. People want to give you something that don't belong to you. They want to make you mad. They want to make you hate the world. They want to turn you against God. They want to turn you against your family. They want to make you go out and kill people. They want you to go have sex and you ain't married. They want you to go ahead and take drugs. But that never did belong to you. But because it fell at my feet, I'm inclined to pick it up. But I come to tell somebody today, don't pick up nothing that don't belong to you. And don't let nobody hit anything that ain't even yours you keep on walking and keep walking to where God has told you to go this is not your Pharaoh so look here's the reality of the whole thing the people that's wanting to give you this stuff they don't know who you are anyway look 
Look what verse 8 says. What does verse 8 says? There came a king, a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. Now, we know Joseph had promise over his life. We know that Joseph had been, been given some things by the Lord, and his family was the one that was going to explode on the scene and going to be led out of Egypt. But the new king that came had no idea of what God had said. See, people don't know what God done told you because God don't necessarily tell everybody everything about you. So when somebody come and tell you, you ought to be doing this and doing that, you got to say, wait a minute, I ain't heard that from the Lord yet. Wait a minute, I don't need to do that yet. It, not, it might not be my season to go ahead and do that. So don't take what people got. So he said that there was a new king. Now, now look, it said he rose up, but they did not know Joseph. This new king didn't know that he was the favorite son. This new king didn't know that he had the coat of many colors. This new king didn't know that he had dreams and rule, was going to rule over his brother. This new king didn't know he had been attacked by his brother. This new king didn't know he was sold into slavery. This new king didn't know he was sold again after he got to Egypt. This new king didn't know he was a successful steward. This new king didn't know that he was accused of rape. This new king didn't know that he was put in prison. This new king didn't know he could interpret dreams. This new king didn't know all of this stuff. I don't know what all y'all been through. So who am I to tell you? See, not y'all, no, but you the pastor, no. No, I don't know about your midnight hour experience. I don't know about your pit experiences. I don't know about all that stuff. I can't tell you the ins and outs. I can't even tell you where you was when he found you. I can't even tell you what it felt like when he wrapped his arms around you. I can only tell you what it felt like when he found me. So you don't know my story. And then you got the nerve when you see the glory that ain't my glory to try to put your mouth on it. You ain't even got a right to talk about it. If you can't praise right along with me, shut your mouth and know your role. So look, verse 9 says, look what the Pharaoh says, the person that's trying to hold him down. He says, and he said to his people, look. The people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. See, mm -mm -mm. Did, you, did, did you hear that? Even the enemy know how strong you are. The problem is you don't even know how strong you are. The enemy says they more, he's more mighty and strong than me. The devil knows that you're stronger than him when you got Christ Jesus in your life. The devil knows you can put him back in his place when you start speaking a word over him. But we got to realize the authority that's on the inside of us. And so the Pharaoh realized they are more and mightier than us. Well, now, wait a minute now. Uh -oh. Now, is it more of us in this world? Mmm, got to ponder that one. Got to ponder that one. Because we got some secret Christians. I don't want nobody to know I'm saved. I don't want nobody I love the Lord. I'm going to come in, and this is not to y'all on the back row, but I'm going to come in and I'm going to sit on the back. And when something get good, Praise God. Praise God. Then I'm going about my way. The reality is, if you realize what he did for you on the cross, I don't care if you're in the back or the front. I'm going to praise God with all I got. 
Because the enemy don't want you to praise. The enemy wants you to stay defeated. The enemy wants you to stay in your mess. So he knows, he knows that you are mightier than we. So look, verse 10 says, come let us deal shrewdly with them lest they multiply. And it happened in the event of, the, of war. See, I told you I was right there in it. That they also join our enemies and fight against us and go up out of the land. Look, the enemy makes plans to hurt you. The enemy makes plans to keep you down. And look, he even has excuses of why we should hurt you. Because in the case of war, because they're bigger than us, because they're more mightier than us, if war breaks out, they're joined against our enemies. Now, the enemy just said he got enemies. Oh, y'all missed that, didn't you? And so that our enemy, the enemy will join the enemy to try to hurt you. But if we, if they mount up with that group of people, which tells me there's a chance that I can pull somebody on my side. Y'all got y'all to dig into the scripture. There's a chance that I can pull somebody on my side. And so the enemy is worried about you pulling somebody out of his kingdom. That's not, that's what he don't want. So, so when you start to praise, you ain't got to say a word. You ain't got to preach. You ain't got to be a preacher to pull somebody out of hell. You can, you can praise and show somebody how much you love the Lord. You should preach a good sermon every day and every now and then use words. So I don't have to tell you I'm saved, sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost. I just live it. And so now, now you see me living the life. And now somebody says, I want to do that too. I mean, let me give you an instance. I was talking to a young lady Thursday. And they was asking me a question about work. And, and somebody else came up and said, uh, Pastor, what time your services start? And the girl was like, <laughs> she stepped back. You a pastor? I said, yeah. You mean you pastor a church? I said, yeah. <laughs> she said, wait, I knew it was something. I, I knew it. Then, then look what she started running down the line. I ain't never heard you curse. I ain't never heard you talk about people bad. She started running off all these things. So she knew it was something, but she didn't know what it was. And see, and see, that was the intrigue. And see, the Bible says that we are a peculiar people. Oh, so, so, so I don't have to wait, have, wear a T-shirt to say I love Jesus. I don't have to have a banner that says I love the Lord. All I got to do is just live the life. And look, now, now, now here's the beautiful thing. This girl, now I have made mistakes, but God protected my mistakes so that somebody could see his glory. Oh, you, you got to catch on a hold of that one because that, that's just showing me that, 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 that my little infinite mistakes ain't bigger than God. And so now God says, if you try to live for me, I got you covered. But if you, now if you're intentionally doing those things, intentionally 
messing up my name, intentionally defiling me. I'm going to pull the cover back off of you, and people are going to see who you really is. That's what we're in the midst of. God is pulling back the cover on some people and on some situations, and now we're seeing who they really are. Mm. So look, verse 11 says, Therefore they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh supply cities, Pitom and Ramesses. Listen. Catch this. The devil will employ people to continue your affliction. When he knows that he got you in a certain position, he will use other people to come and remind you of what you did and then pour some salt in the wound. And I'm going to be real with you. Sometimes it's another Christian. Oh, ain't nobody want to hear that. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. Sometimes we get used by the enemy. And so, and so, and so when we are that person that got used by the devil and we realize we was a tool of the enemy, we need to repent, go back to that person and tell him I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, finna, I'm finna remove your wiggle room. I, I, I apologize to the Lord. That's enough. No, it's not. Not when you're talking about another brother or sister in Christ. You need to go to that person. The Bible says if you have aught with your brother, you need to go to them. And so we, we try to say, well, it's enough for me to apologize to the Lord. Not in that case, it's not. I'm finna take all, it's time, I gotta, I gotta shrink your room down. Because I'm trying to, I'm tired of us having wiggle room. I'm tired of us making these old sorry excuses of why we ain't somewhere. I'm tired of hearing people say, well, I ain't got there yet. Well, you ain't gonna get there if you don't try. And so we got to start doing things to get to that place where God is wanting us to be. Excuses are just dressed up lies. It's all they are, just dressed up lies. And there is going to be no excuse good enough when you're standing in front of God. No excuse. So you better get, better get it right or you're going to get left. So look, I'm, I'm going to get out of here in a minute, y'all. So look, look what happens now. This, this is the key part. This is the turning point in your fight and, and, and wondering, is this your Pharaoh? Because look what Pharaoh has done. Pharaoh has recognized the people that got authority, but then he set people over them to keep them down. And now the people have to make a decision. See, when you're in a place where you, where, where, where you know somebody's trying to hold you down or when you're in a place where you know the enemy is bothering you, it comes decision time. We like to say, I'm at a crossroads. Yeah, did y'all catch that? Cross. <laughs> crossroads. See, we ain't all wrong with some of our sayings. And so look, the cross vertically defines your relationship with God. The cross horizontally defines your relationship with man. So, so now at the end, at the, at the center of it, they intersect. 
they hung Jesus in the center of the cross where his heart was. See, oh, y'all got to catch this. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. And so where your heart is, there will you be. And so if you got jealousy and envy in your heart, I don't care how in the world you try to stay there like that, it's going to flow out and people are going to see who you are. And so you need to be crucified. Oh, my God. Mm, you need to be crucified. You should have been, but he took your place. But now you need to let that situation crucify you. You need to let it come to do what it's supposed to do and get all that stuff out of there. And so look, look what it says in verse 12. It says, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Good God Almighty. That just tell me the more that the devil come and get me, the stronger I'm going to get. The more lies you tell on me, the bigger I'm going to get. The more you try to dig a ditch for me, the bigger I'm going to grow. It says the more they tried to afflict them, the more they multiplied. That means they wasn't adding one plus one is two. They wasn't subtracting one minus one is zero. They was multiplying. That means 12 times 12 is 144. That means they were skipping steps. In their trouble. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. They were skipping steps in their trouble. It said they multiplied and they grew. Which meant when, I, when one pop over, over here, three pop up over there. And so, whoo. So even when they try to stop me over here, I got somebody over there. Lord have mercy. And look, all Pharaoh could do was sit back and watch. That's all the devil can do. The Bible says he's as a roaring lion. He ain't doing nothing but trying to make noise in your life. Good God. So when I go through these things, I'm getting better. What I'm getting better at? I'm getting better at not cussing you out. I'm trying to be real with you for a minute. I'm getting better with not joining up with that caravan of people who gossip in and telling lies. I'm getting wiser because I realize it ain't trouble don't last always. I'm getting realized because I know that God already got the victory. Uh, and guess what? I'm getting better, not bitter. Mm. So look what the, I, I left the last sentence off on purpose because it said, and they were in dread of the children of Israel. Look, the, in dread means they were in fear of them. That, now, now, when you know that the enemy is scared of you, are you scared anymore? The enemy is afraid of you knowing who Jesus is. Because you'll know now you got the power. Who that, that years ago got that song called Sounds of Blackness? Y'all remember that song, Sounds of Blackness? I got the power. Y'all. Okay. I'm say, y'all been listening to CC Winans all your life. <laughs> but really, all they were saying was, I got the power. They kids kept saying, who was it? CNC Sound Music Factory. You're right. That's what it was. So, Okay. But all they were saying was, I got the power. Won't you say that over and over? I got the power. I got the power. I got the power. I got the power. I got. Guess what? When you start saying something, you ain't got to go get it. It's going to come to you. Mm. The power, whatever you speak in, it's going to come to you. Y'all thought y'all had to seek it out, didn't you? Y'all thought they had to go look for it. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, we talked about this. It says, and the blessing shall run you down. It didn't say I had to go look for my blessing. It said it was coming to get me. 
start speaking them, they coming. I, look, I am prosperous. I am a multi-millionaire. Huh? I, got, I got all the fruits of the Spirit. I got love, joy, peace, long-suffering me. I got gentleness. I got all that stuff. I got good health. I'm in my right mind. As a matter of fact, I am a demon killer. I am a dream haver, a dream interpreter. I am a man of God that cannot be stopped. See, those are the things you got to say over yourself. Quit letting people call you loser. Quit letting people call you useless. Better open your mouth early in the morning. Wait a minute. Early in the morning. See, that's why it's called break fast. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all gotta catch this. You breaking from that sleep. And fastly, I'm talking to him about the day and who he is. I thought it was breakfast or something else, huh? <laughs> so look, look what it says. Y'all know how it is if I ain't preaching a while. Look what it says. So, so the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor. Now look, it didn't say that the enemy going to give up. He kept trying. He kept trying. How many, how, how many of y'all thought one thing was over and something else showed up? How many then when that one thing was over, something else showed up? And then when you thought you had it right in, 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 in your work life, it got tore up at home. When it, got, when it got fixed at home, it got tore up at church. When it got tore up at church, it got tore up in your family. Every time you think you take, take two steps forward, you end up taking two steps back. And, but I want you to know that the enemy ain't going to give up because he think that you are weak-minded, but I got the power. He wants you to think that he's your family. But I got the power. He wants you to think that you are defeated, but I got the power. But look what happened to the to the, to the children of Israel. They made them work harder. Oh God. Verse 14 says, and they made their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar and bricking and all the manner of service in the field. All the service in which they made them serve was with rigor. Look, the devil want to keep you from serving. The devil don't want you to serve other people. And if he can make ministry hard, he will make it seem hard so that you will say enough is enough. Let me tell you, y'all probably ain't going to want to hear this and you might want to fire me or whatever. But two weeks ago, I was ready to throw in the towel and say, I don't want to pass the mountain grove no more. As a matter of fact, I don't even want to work at BMW no more. I just want to be a regular person from now on. I don't want to do nothing. I want to get off work. I want to come home and spend time with my wife and I want to sit on my couch and enjoy TV and I want to be able to do the things that everybody else do and I began to have a pity party but God stepped in right on time and now he when he stepped in and look what I had to do I had to go to the word of God and when I went to the word of God I heard God say to me that ain't me telling you to do that boy what are you thinking about you can't quit because you didn't start this journey the Bible says that he that began a good work is faithful enough to perform it until the coming of Jesus Christ so how am I going to stop something I didn't start but I'm just being real with you. I'm, I had those feelings. I don't want you to think that pastor don't have these type of feelings, these types of thoughts, these types of emotions. I'm real just like you. I'm living in this flesh. But then when I realized that it was only the devil trying to stop me, to stop my mouth from talking to somebody to get somebody to realize that they got the power and they got the authority, I had to shut my mouth, open up my eyes, and take in the word of God. 
So listen, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm really am trying to stop, but God, the, the Lord keep giving me stuff. I'm going to tell you about my hell of a week. And I'm, gonna, I'm only going to tell you about two days. That's more than enough. Tuesday morning, I had somebody try me. When I say try me, you know how when, you know what we do as parents, we ask our kid a question and we already know the answer. And you're trying to see, you're really testing my integrity. And you, the, the, the person was testing my integrity to see if I was going to tell him a lie. But I told him the truth, even though it could have been detrimental to me. But no, I told him the truth. But the thing that really made me mad, it really PO'd me because now you're trying to play with my integrity, but you're playing games. And I don't have time to play games. If we're going to be real and we're going to be professional, let's be, be real and be professional. And then so that had me feeling some type of way. And so then Tuesday, I get to work. I get, I get to work and I hear this thing is about to have some blowback and, and people are looking at me sideways like I'm a mole, like I'm a leak. And then I have somebody that's supposed to be a friend of mine that found out that they just blurted some things out that I told them not to share. And that had me feeling some type of way. And now I'm mad at the world. And I don't feel like I can trust anybody. And I feel like the weight of the world is sitting on my shoulder. And I'm wondering where God is in this whole thing. And I know, God, you put me in this position so I can help people. And I don't want to be here no more if people going to treat me like that. I don't want to feel this way because people don't have a, have a, a, a bridle on mouth and then I taught a class on Tuesday night and the class was called praise life and praise says no matter what you're going through you need to offer a sacrifice of praise that means when you don't feel like praising you go ahead and praise God when that means when you're tired you go ahead and praise God and in the midst of my situation while I'm praising God and put all the mess beside me I had a breakthrough But listen to when I had my breakthrough. Y'all didn't even know it. And it was in Bible study Wednesday night. As I began to pray, and those who were, who were here, I don't know if you felt it, but the prayer went to a whole nother level. And as I was praying, I could see the explosion off of my body. I'm telling you about some. I don't know if you had that, had that experience before. But then God said, there you go. Now you came back to me. You ain't worried about what they do because your Pharaoh's going to do what they are sent to do. And if you get caught up in what they are trying to do, then you'll miss what I'm trying to do. So you need to just need to praise me anyhow. Praise me when they're lying on you. Praise me when they're telling the truth about you. Praise me when they're trying to dig ditches. You just need to praise me. Don't get caught up in what they're trying to do to you because what they can't do, you no weapon for them to get you will ever prosper they can make the weapon but it ain't gonna prosper against you so quit worrying about the fiery darts all you got to do is put on the whole armor of god and then when i got on my helmet and my shield i'm gonna block you anyhow now when you run up on me i look like a soldier you better get back you better get back and so and so look that situation came to make me strong. I told you I was going to get it out of me. <laughs> I can't let this stuff sit in me. It's, it, it, it weighs too much. It weighs too much. And so now I'm a soldier of the Most High God. And so now I'm standing there and I'm ready for war. So now I need you to come up. But look what it did. Oh, God, I just caught this. Look what it did. When I had, after I had my breakthrough, I was able to call the person that put it out there. 
And I didn't even have to mention I know what you did. <laughs> God. <laughs> I didn't have to mention. I don't got to mention it to you. You know what you did. But look, I'm going to be bigger and we're going to remain friends, but I know how to treat you now. See, there's, le- there's lessons in all of this stuff. You got to let it come do what it's supposed to do. And so when somebody show you that, 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 that type of person, you say, okay, I'm good with who you are. I wish you wasn't that way, but now I know how to deal with you. Look, as a matter of fact, here goes my long handle spoon. That's how I'm going to handle you now. And look, I ain't going to get better, bitter. I'm just going to get better. Because now I got, now, see, look, every time you have an experience, it's not to mess you up. It's to show you about the next experience that's coming down the line. And so now you'll see it and won't fall in that ditch. But if you start talking about it, oh, well, now, wait a minute. I did have my pity party because I had my baby right there to talk to. But you know what she really told me? It's done. It's over. Ain't nothing you can do to change it. Keep moving. Now, 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 at that time, that was harsh. Because I'm hurting. I'm mad. But when I got back in the Word, it was the truth. See, sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. Mm, it will. So, look. Ooh. Trying to finish this thing. Then said the king of Egypt spoke. Look, I'm 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 gonna go through this so y'all ain't gotta stand through this. Look, then the king of Egypt went to the midwives. So he said, if I can't if I can't stop you right there, if I can't stop you from multiplying, I'm gonna go to the place where you give birth. How many of y'all know where the place is where you give birth? The place where you give birth is right there at the altar. Now, altar ain't necessarily a physical place; it's a spiritual place in your mind. And when you start to give birth in that spiritual place, somebody gonna go talk to the midwife. And the midwife, he went to the midwife because they was helping deliver the children. Pharaoh said, if, you, if it's a girl, let him live. If it's a boy, I need you to kill him. Well, why is it they, were they killing the boys? Because the boys had the seed to, in, they had the seed to keep multiplying. So if I can cut it off at the head and they can't multiply, then all I have is a city of girls and I can defeat a city of girls. Now, that's not gender specific. It's talking about the weaker vessel. I'm not talking about women are weak. I'm just saying they feel like they could go in and overtake women. And so the enemy knows that too. That's why we got some spineless men who ain't standing up in their house and letting their family go awry because he feels like he can get the women. Did I say that out loud? It's always been an attack on the family. Don't y'all know this? It's always been an attack on the family to stop the seed. That's what the attack was in the garden. It didn't have nothing to do with Adam and Eve. He was trying to stop Jesus from coming. Mm. Trying to stop the seed. So look. So he goes to the midwives to tell them to kill the boys. Kill the boys that the girls live. But then the midwives were going, they were going, but the Bible said that they feared God. See, oh God, the fear of the Lord. They feared God, so they wouldn't do what he said. So then Pharaoh found out they still multiplying. I thought we had stopped this thing. And so then he goes back to the midwife, and they say, he said, I thought I told you to kill them. <laughs> Listen to what they said, and I'm 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 going to close on this. It said that they told him 
but the Israelites in the Hebrews are not like the Egyptians. <laughs> Y'all got to catch this, catch this, catch this. This is good stuff. He said they're not like the Egyptians. He said they popping out babies before we even get there. Here's the story of it all. When it comes down to it, don't act like them. When it comes down to it, don't be like the world. When it comes down to it, don't think like the world. When it comes down to it, don't live like the world. Let them say, they ain't like us. Let them say that. And when you hear somebody, now, this used to hurt your feelings when people say, you're different. Now you should be like, thank you. (laughs) Appreciate it. Because I am different. You remember, I forgot the name of this bank. It might have been Carolina First. They used to have this song called, I'm different and don't care who knows it. It's something about me just ain't the same. I'm different and don't care who knows it. American Federal, thank you. Thank you. You aged yourself, but thank you. <laughs> but that was a real saying. There's something different about me. I don't fit in. I wasn't meant to fit in. There's certain people I can't hang with because I don't fit in your clique. There's certain people I can't roll with because I, I can't do what you do. And I'm okay with that. The reality is you got a, I ain't going to use the word clique, you got a family that you can be with every day of the week. And it's not necessarily in this building. There are believers all over the world. And, 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 and how many of y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm done, how many of y'all have ever been somewhere and said, Lord Jesus, I just don't know. And somebody like, huh, oh, the Lord is good. <laughs> and you didn't even know that person. And now the next thing you know, you up in Walmart talking about the Lord. And next thing you know, you're talking about stuff that, that well, you know what? Then, 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 then y'all start talking about, man, these meat prices are high, but God is good. I can still pay for it. Oh, I, oh my car drank a whole bunch of gas, but God is good. I'm still pulling up to the pump every day. Every now and then, you got to get to the point to where you realize that Pharaoh is not your God. You got to get to the point to where you realize that Pharaoh has no authority over you. You got to get to the point to where you realize that no matter what I'm going through, God is able to deliver me. How many of y'all done been through some stuff? And then one day you woke up and realized that thing just came and now it's gone and I'm better for it. And now that I've been through something, I'm able to tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. I might have to cry every now and then, but every time I cry, I'm just watering my garden of victory. So don't worry about shedding no tears. Don't worry about not sleeping at night because one day, one day, one day after a while, by and by, I'm going to leave this old earth. I'm going to take off and I'm going to fly away so you can put on me as much as you please. But God is not going to put on me more than I can bear. And so now, God, I trust you with everything I got. And now, God, no matter what I go through, I 
know you the author and the finisher of my faith. And so I believe in you like never before. Because I went through hell, but hell wasn't hot enough. Guess what this, y'all? Anybody that's been through hell ought to be on fire. Y'all missed that right there. If you done been through hell and you know that it brought you out, you need to be on fire for the Lord. And so when trouble comes, you can shout your trouble over. Shout your trouble over. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It might not seem like it, but I'm on my way to the other side. Is it? Is it your Pharaoh? Is it your Pharaoh? Then you got to start naming some stuff. What is it that got me down? Like Landrum said, boy, that was a powerful statement. Depression is what I'm going through. It's not who I am. Oh, oh, you got to catch that. Oh, because I'm my letdown, my heartaches is what I'm going through. It's not who I am. Look, my financial situation is what I'm going through. It's not who I am. This sickness is something I'm going through. It's not who I am because I'm a blood-washed fire baptized holy ghost field child of the most high god and if he had the victory i got what you got daddy i've already won so now even though it don't feel like i won now even though it don't look like i won i'm still a winner i still got the victory and no matter what i look like i can have my shirt on backwards have my pockets turned inside out I'm still victorious because victory, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is yours. But if you never claim it and if you never name it, you're still stuck in the same old place. How many of y'all tired of being stuck in the same old place, dealing with the same old people? We're talking about the same old stuff. Get you some new stuff to talk about. Get you some new people to hang with. Because God is able to deliver you. I heard Daniel say, Oh, King. Oh, King. My God. My God. Shut up the mouth of the lion. Don't you know? That if people could chew you up and spit you out, they do it right there. But go ahead and tell the Lord, shut up my enemies. They ain't got nothing on me. I've had enough of the talk. I just want to talk to you. Talk to Jesus. Is that your Pharaoh? Is that your Pharaoh? Oh. People are calm. People will come and try to put stuff on you. People even try to give you some extra task. Because people want you to work in their camp. But you better be careful who camp you work in. It could be some sin in that camp. If you want to read the book of Joshua, you better realize if there's sin in the camp, you're going to lose that fight. Look, Joshua had to dig up under the tent, oh God, to find what Achan had stole. 
See, some people are hide their stuff. And you don't know what they done did. But they want you to take a part of it. But let me tell you about the, the law in even South Carolina. The law says the hand of one is the hand of all. So if you agree to what they're doing, and even though you don't know what they did, the hand of one is the hand of all. And guess what? You'll be judged by the great judge. Not by a man in a row, but a man sitting on a throne. Oh, God, hallelujah. As we stand on our feet, you better, you better watch who you hang with. Listen, catch this one. Catch this one. When Jesus hung on the cross, nobody could hang with him. They could just hang beside him. Oh, my God. Songwriter says, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? There's a cross for everyone. There's a cross for me. So be careful who you hang with. And even Jesus on that day only had a few words of comfort with all the stuff he'd done, all the stuff he'd been through. Dismas, that was the thief's name. Dismas was the only one that said, you don't deserve this. But can you do me a favor? When you come into your paradise, remember me. Sometimes that's all you got to say. Lord, remember me. Remember me. Sometimes, Lord, I feel like you forgot about me because they're coming at me so much. Lord, sometimes I feel like you forgot about me because this, this weight is so heavy. Sometimes, Lord, I feel like you forgot about me because they keep bothering me. They won't leave me alone. Sometimes I feel like, Lord, you forgot me because it's a struggle. Matthew 28, 20 says, though, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm right here with you, son. That's what David said. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. And what do you do when you can't find words to encourage yourself? I know we keep going back to this, but there is a word. There is a word that will encourage.